This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusica.com. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Hut's Entertainment Report podcast. And today, we have a really special guest in the building. Listen, this man here is the band leader of the legendary Whalers. You know who we have in the building today? We have Aston Barrett Jr. in the building today. What's going on, big boss? Yes, doing great, family. Give thanks. All yes. right. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, man. All yeah. right. How is things going on your side of the world right now? Yeah, you don't know. I'm the we're we're all still in the pandemic. Um, I'm here in Florida, Miami, Florida. Okay. Um. So yeah, then they closed down a couple other places, but you know we're still able to go around the place. Just have to stay safe, you know. Yeah. No. Thank God for stuff like what we're on now, Zoom and all those type of stuff, where we could still conduct some sort of business, even though right. we can't really fully do what we're doing outside. Right. Yes, you know what I mean, agree, into, agree. <laughs> yeah, let's get into some of your history here because boy, the whalers we're talking about here. This is the most iconic reggae band in the history of reggae music. You know what I mean? And yes. then you being family man's son, you being Aston Barrett Jr., what kind of responsibility was that for you to actually take on that type of institution and put it on your shoulders? Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, my father just pushed it on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because um, he he saw something in me, mm-hmm. and um, I used to run away from it. You know, mm-hmm. I um, I started touring with Julian Molly when I was like fourteen years old. Okay. Yeah, man, and then um, when I graduated from high school, then my father brought me on tour. And I toured with him for a while, and then. I said, um, I'm going to get away a little bit. And then I got a call from Lauren Hill and I was playing bass for Lauren Hill. Okay. And then uh, my father called me back and said, I don't have any soldiers here. I need you. And mm-hmm. so I said, all right, Miss Hill, I'm going to have to, you know, go back to daddy because daddy needs right. me. So, so I went there and um, he's been training me because, you know, when they say you get paid according to your works. For sure. So my father used to pay me and then one day, you know, paycheck low. And I said, I said, well, I'll go on, daddy. What happened? Mm-hmm. And I said, did you set up my amplifier? Did you set up my bass? Mm-hmm. Did you clean my bass? Did you clean? I said, I said, my gosh, for real? The man said, I need you to learn. You need to learn mono from stereo, what stereo does with the bass amplifier. So he taught me all of these things and, you know, he... He's a super nice guy, but he, you know, it wasn't. It was very strict when it okay. comes to the song because, um, as you can see, I'm one of his students. I'm the third student, and I got a lot more pressured because I was his son, but not pressured in a bad way, you know. No, no, because, no. Um, well, he he never pushed music on me. I want. I was pushing to learn, so I right. kept going to him, and he'll give me a little are here so now he's like all right you have my full attention now what do you want to learn i said daddy when i get older i want to play bass for julian marley <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know i got older but i, I was still a, a teenager and i got to play with julian so that was fulfi- you know fulfilled and then my father said i needed to keep this generation moving mm-hmm. And I'm going to teach you everything. I'm going to teach you your uncle's style. So I said, but you don't play drums. He's like, 
I don't have to play drum. Man said, remember Carlton and I are brothers. So my personality and his personality is kind of similar. So if you if you learn my frequency and my sound, you could emphasize that into your drum playing. And that's how I was able to learn Carlton style because it's also an attitude and a and a feel. So it's not it's not, you know, so all of that and then you know I got graduated as I would say. Yeah. So. <laughs> a band, a band leader. And how long now have you been the yeah, band leader? I would say from 2016 or 2016 when my father retired. Okay, so then now he's not on the road with you guys right now. No, sometimes him come on the road, but him don't play. I just bring him like um, cause the the doctors say that um, it's a therapy for him. You know, when he tours mm -hmm. with us, sometimes it it helps to keep him. So it's true. Yeah, for sure. It's really true. So. Yeah, because this band has been in existence from like I think it was from seventy nine or seventy two. It was our early seventies till the eighties with Bob Marley. Then I think you guys just moved on from there as the Whalers. Yeah, because yeah. um, as as um Bob Marley said, I was the Whalers. I don't know who called them, who told them to call me Bob Marley and the Whalers, but. You know, it was well because you know the original whalers group was a acapella you know and okay. and my grandfather which is joy hicks my mother's father was um the one that was training the whalers you oh, understand yeah. so i'm whalers on both sides i have some kind of category on both sides and you know toots from toots and the meters he and my father are cousins you know so like this whole family there's a whole bunch of things in it but me my job was to learn the roots and um a lot of people say you finally have it but to me i can't finally have something if i'm still living you know because you're never too old or young to learn you're never too young or you're never too old to learn mm -hmm. and i believe in that and i believe anything you put your mind to to get you're gonna get it and i'm one of the people that will help to encourage musicians like if i go to the studio I'll see three bass players and them say, yeah, man, Aston, come play bass. I said, no, man, no, no, no. I'll play keyboards because I love to be around musicians. I don't like to make people feel intimidated as well, you know. So these are the stuff for my father taught me and what a good leader is. A boss is different than a leader. A leader, yes. A leader is a person that brings everyone up, encourages them. Every time after show, I say, yo, keyboard, yo, you're great. I encourage everyone. You know what I mean? We encourage each other. You know what I mean? Because um, you have to. You have to do that. And sometimes it's draining because when you're doing that, sometimes it drains you because it depends on if someone is in a bad mood. <laughs> then yep. you have to be there for them. And then after you finish, you're like... Yeah. <laughs> but it's, but the, the, the feeling after it and feeling good to see how they feel. Yeah. But my, but you also learn that... um. It's not all the time you can help everyone like that. So you find different ways how to do it without draining your energy. And that, sure. is, that is the key, you know? And I learned that from my father as well. So, yeah. 100% understood. And no, because especially when you're dealing with so many different personalities, you mm -hmm. have to understand to speak their language to get them to do what's best for the band itself. Because it's yeah. no longer individuals. It's what works best for the whalers as a whole, opposed to me as an individual. Right, you because know, you know everybody have um, different beliefs, you know. Because 
I always tell them, you know, this band is the Rastafarian movement, mm-hmm. right? But now Bob Marley and the Whalers, they open the door where we can have other religions, other people around us, even working with us now mm-hmm. than before. So, you know what I mean? But the only thing I always ask them is always respect the root of the whole thing. So whatever we're doing, respect the root. And once you respect the root, then we can move forward to everything. And, um, you know, but my my head might be stricter on different things. I might not. I might not be stricter on other things. So maybe right. some things the Rasta movement would want me to be strict on. I might not be strict on because I'm modern, more modern now where we can still go, you know, differently, but not too in different ways until we really have to, like, uh, like as Bob Marley said, we fight, we fight when we have to fight, fight for our rights, you know, but yeah. we say peace, love and unity is what we need to preach, mm-hmm. you know, so, and um, every man have a right to decide his own destiny and also who feels it knows it because like even what's going on in the world, a lot of people have different hurts that, um, and they want you to feel their hurt. And if you can't feel them hurt, it come out differently. Like them, they want you to be a part of it. And then you want to understand, but you see like my family isolated me from a lot of things that they went through. Okay. So, so I wasn't, so there's a lot of things I never experienced. Like, I grew up knowing about a mother and a father supposed to be together, even though my mother and my father wasn't always like here. Mm-hmm. But you, you learn that once you have a good mother and a good father, you can grow up differently. And I, I learned that even a lot of my friends in school, when they don't have good relationship or they don't have a father, they react differently. Yeah. And and there's a lot of these things that's been happening in Jamaica. Um, like my father have a lot of kids, right? Okay. But my father is not a person that abandoned, abandoned his kids. He tries his best. Yes. He tries his best. He's not perfect. But you see that little try, that's all that matters. And it's that little try make me who I am today. Yeah. All you got to do is try it. That's what a lot of people don't understand. All you got to do is try to make everything better. Yes, sir. Right now, you being one of the younger members in the Whalers, all right? And you being the band leader, you're... How do you still keep the lineage of the Whalers and that sound and that style while balancing a modern day something that you might want to interject in the style also? How do you keep it balanced? Yeah, well, you know, my father told me that he and Bob always move on with the time. Mm-hmm. Because if you listen to all of their albums, anything that is hot on the radio, they always go with the time. Even like, listen how they did, Could You Be Love? At that time, that was the thing, right? And uh, my father always told me that he and Bob always tried to get the latest equipment. Okay. Right, and those stuff. But my father told me this in the late 90s, like 1998, 1999, saying that they felt that they kind of went, where he felt that he kind of went backward because he said there was two ways he could have went in the the 80s the late 80s you could have go either pop or you could have go rock yes Uh, and he said he went pop but when he went pop they kind of lost a little bit of the essence of the roots 
got you. So that's why that 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 powerful thing wasn't wasn't there as much again. So he found it back in the late 2000s, about like 2004, 2005. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna go back to Fender. I'm gonna start going back to my original sound. And it was kind of hard because Carlton and him. Carl is a drummer, steady, but he moves fast sometimes. So my father have a thing when he pull back yeah. and he, he creates a song. And Robbie Shakespeare can show you that too. You know what I mean? And um, what happened after that was I went to school. My father, um, I got into a magnet school for music um, called Dillard Performing Arts. Um, my teacher was, um, what's his name? Christopher Dorsey, one of the best jazz band teachers in the world. He made okay. me. Why I'm where um I could play my father bass lines, but I wasn't able to create my lines. So Christopher Dorsey, you know, he got me tutors and stuff in the school. I had to keep a three point or they would have kicked me off. <laughs> Cause it's a madness school. It was very hard to stay there, man. But we make it work. And my father told me that in order to learn my style to the highest, you have to learn jazz. I said I don't understand jazz too much things, but. Okay. He said, you see the way how you're thinking, how you're talking, that, that little ignorance will not get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. And he said, that's the thing where even we, as our people in Jamaica, when you see someone moving up, you encourage them to move up too. You and that is, what, that is what we have to do. And that's what I do. And that is what we have to do because look at, I mean, if you look on the world, I mean, I, I tour in south america with my father and all over the country and they look up to us in jamaica that little country there and saying what bob marley and the whalers, bob marley and the whalers music has done for them all of them have a testimony and yeah. someone came to me saying that they were going to commit suicide wow and they came to our show yeah and we saved them we see hmm. people get married we see people meet them wife you know are the husband you know at the show so it's like it's a legacy it's a legacy it's an institution the winners yeah man and by understanding it i can't admit it i can't let it die off my mother used to say this it doesn't matter what your father do even if me and him talking or not you must still respect your father yeah and up to today's date i'm like because sometimes I used to be like, why, 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 what do you mean? You should cuss him. She said, no, <laughs> you should not do that. My thing and his thing is different. You must respect your father. And you she understand. said, if you respect your mother and your father, you will go far in life and you will be rewarded spiritually. Because you see, this life, what we know, this is just physically. We deal with more of the spiritual mm-hmm. aspect of things. You know, and um, where there is, you know, good shall always overcome evil. Evil will try to make it faster because it e- is is easy to do bad, you know. But you see For the sure. but you see the after effect of doing bad, you go regret. And if you, if you think say you go, you don't regret it now, but you're gonna still go through it. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, I believe that when you go, you come back again. You know. And these are different things where people different believe in. And, you know, there's a lot of beliefs I believe and there's other beliefs I don't believe, but I believe in the almighty, <laughs> you know, that's, and, and that's the most important. That's thing the there. most important, you know, for me, Wow, it moves, it moves forward. But the song one world prayer, one world, one prayer, it means that's what we were. That's what it, we were just about to get into. <laughs> yeah, man. I can feel your energy, man. It means mm-hmm. 
it's like a new anthem for one world for one love and if we say bob marley and the whalers did one love so we said we need the seeds of yeah. the whalers so we said all right we have me as the one that's representing the whalers now so i said i contact the marley family yeah. and amelia looked at me and said how oh, are you on the marley family i said yeah man we're bonify we're like this mm -hmm. so email Sidelan, that's how we got skipped and they came over when they came in the room it's like the whole room light up man it was amazing you feel that right, yeah. you know so it it's was it, it was amazing man and amelia got Faruko from you know the, the the latin era that was really good because i listened to his music amelia told me to go upstairs and listen i said who's this guy i don't know what he's saying but him bad yeah amelia said i want him on a tune so mm -hmm. we, we, we all decided and said yeah man one one world and he wanted someone to to um have that jamaica vibe but true we done roots here already because the album have roots on it but this song yeah. is world we wasn't thinking reggae or nothing we just recorded anything amelia came with us so we so we said sean paul we said shaggy and then i made a joke and said keep it on i said wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I, said, I said yo bujo and then yeah. i said then i went far and said yeah man be the man bunty and then we listen he listened to all of them and said oh all of them have a unique style but we all came together and said shaggy for sure one thousand percent agreed yeah shaggy we, is the that voice yes yes we we came yeah. together because we realized what shaggy was also doing and what we're representing what we're doing is the same thing musically and he's doing it musically but he does charity he tried to give back to jamaica mm -hmm. as well and i used yeah. to always preach this saying that um we can give back to the world too because we're giving the world music and hope yeah. so it's like we also wanted to give back to jamaica too but wanted to show if the jamaican people would uh, um appreciate it but then my father said you don't worry about if they appreciate it or not you just do it just do it and make it go and this track yes it. Tell them exactly where they could find it on all the stream. Give them where they could find it. Give them some information where they could also get you to and see what you guys are doing before I get you out of here. Yes. So you go on thewhalers.com. That is how you find us. And then um, also the Whalers official on Instagram and Facebook. Yes. And that is us. And um, this Whalers band here is the original Whalers band from Bob Marley and the Whalers from back then and moving forward. It never stopped. Yeah. And remember that, you know, and I'm a Barrett and I represent the Barrett brothers, the backbone and the heartbeat yeah. of Bob Marley and the Whalers. And um, also, you know, also representing Uncle Tyrone Downey, who's with us still. Okay. You know, it's a privilege to have him with us and a privilege to have uncle dennis thompson who was the engineer with us sometime too and also uncle donald kinsey and our lead singer josh david so there's everybody in the band and um i have to tell you the bass player in the band now his name is owen dready reed okay he's, he's my father's student um to tell you the truth is he is the one that really made all of this possible he used to push me and say you can't make your father thing die out i said i don't want to deal with it i don't want to deal with his management i can't deal with all of that negative energy he said well <laughs> if it stops you're gonna, gonna be blamed he said, you're gonna be, he said i'm gonna blame you i said why he said because god gave you the gift mm -hmm. 
So I said, and you got, and you got to run with it. And that's what yes. you're doing now. You're bringing yep. it to them. And trust me, I want everybody, everybody that's watching this now, you guys got to check out the new track, the new single by the Whalers. It's One World, One Prayer. It's available on all streaming platforms right now. Go check it out. Listen to me. Aston, yes. Yes. it's been a pleasure. Thank yeah. you so much. I can't wait till you actually come to Toronto and we can yeah. sit down in the studio and really talk it up. You know what I mean? Yes, family. Church. My brother, thank you so, so very much. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.